Okay, kids, let's go. Penis face and R2 dickhead. I'm the dickhead. Hello there. Why am I the C3 penis face? This is the hair. <laughs> Inaccurate. May the force be with us. Fucking A. <laughs> Good day, Galaxy. <laughs> Squadron Podcast. <laughs> Whoa. 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 It's not like, Whoa. what's his name? Skid from. Skid? From Toy Story? Oh, it's just Sid, I think. Right? Oh, yeah. I was close. I really thought his name was Skid for a half second. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks, everybody. It's Rogue Social Podcast. Good day, Galaxy. Woo-hoo. Good day, Galaxy. Good evening on a Monday. Yes. Live from the Rogue 2 Studios. Is that where we're still calling it? Rogue 2, repeat. It says Rogue What Toe. studio is it? Rogue 2. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We're live on CastBox. We're live on fucking YouTube, Facebook, basically everywhere. So we appreciate you watching. Uh, what is the last Star Wars movie you watched and how recently was it since you watched it? Because I've been on a fucking dry spell. Um, I think I did touch upon Rogue One like last weekend. Uh, I put it on. I woke up early one morning. and I was just like, you know what? We were talking about Rogue One so much. I, one of the episodes. <laughs> so uh, I had to turn it on because I was just remembering some goodness. Yeah. And I started cleaning and. Of course, like halfway through my cleaning, I was I heard uh, K two dying, so I had to like shut off everything that I had. Hug your vacuum cleaner for moral support. Morons, I will never let you go <laughs> unless you fuck around vacuum. Don't do if you don't work anymore. Please don't do this. <laughs> Please do it. Lock the doors. Keep out the stormtroopers. So the answer is uh, Rogue One. What about you? Um, this is one of the first times I've ever had to say this, but I don't remember actually. Yeah, it's been that long. It's probably um, oh. Oh, it was solo with Tommy Boy at his place, uh, and it was right when he got back. So it was probably like it was probably two months ago. Jesus, yeah, yeah. It's been on a dry spell, man. Unfortunately, uh, I mentioned that last few episodes. I just haven't been in the mood. Um, well, let's get started on this wet spell. Let's chug beer and enjoy Star <laughs> Wars together. Uh, but uh, to continue with that that thought, uh, I was actually ended up purchasing Shazam. On uh, the Xbox. Xbox store. Yep. That's where I buy my movies. I man. know. It's just funny because I've never seen anyone buy movies on the Xbox store except for you. Uh, well, first of all, everything's there and available. We watch movies on Netflix and that's on my Xbox. So, um, and, I I can, and I can take, I log in on my, even my work laptop and those movies are available. I feel you. I feel you. So it's kind of like just having that like an Apple TV, just carry all the movies with you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... Glass Armor and I were sitting there on Saturday. And I was like, fuck, let's it's either Detective Pikachu or Shazam tonight. She's <sighs> like, she's like, yeah, let's do uh Shazam. So I'll uh, do a quick review on that. Uh, I've been so busy, man. I haven't seen any I just you said Pikachu. I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. Amidst Lion King and Aladdin and everything fucking else. Yeah. Travis Dunn <sighs> in the uh, chat here is already talking shit. When does he not talk shit? That's you know, the real it's question. when does he not talk? I've never heard him talk, actually. He's always <laughs> chatting around, being a savage. Uh, so we'll get through a quick review on Shazam. Yes. 
Um, I finished Republic Commando. I know last episode we were discussing with Lord Kerner the walkthrough of that video game, the gameplay. Yes. Kind of clunky, but I'll, I'll do a kind of a revamp of that. And then uh, we had the Obi-Wan big, news. Yeah, big Obi-Wan news. Yeah, which I was I was gone last week, so it got shared a couple times. And um, I think it was somebody at the conference walked up and were like, dude, did you hear the Obi-Wan news? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. What? Obi-Wan news? That's how you reacted, right? You grabbed him by his big fat head and you said, fuck you. What, Obi-Wan news? <laughs> Stay here. Stay here. Stay as long as you can. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Total fucking tangent. Let's uh, let's get sip? into the beer here. Um, we are staying true to the Levity Brew. They hooked us the fuck up. They hooked us up the, the fuck up, and I ended up uh, having to do some follow-up work in Indiana, Pennsylvania last week. So because they were so kind to us, I went in and purchased a bunch of four-packs, and uh, I kind of loaded up on two IPAs, and then there was like a blueberry something. Oh, uh, but that could be dangerous. Yeah, that's. I figured it would be interesting enough, but to, two of them were IPAs, and then no, there's so there's three in total. I'm sorry, but the uh, main one that I had last time was the Medulla Oblongata. This almost looks like it says 61 percent alcohol. It is twice the man that we both are. <laughs> we are one man. Are we Transformers? I'll talk about Transformers in a second because I also went to Universal Studio. Noise. Uh, but yeah, keep keep about the beer. Yeah, so this is one of their main IPAs. Uh, Medulla Oblongata. You get, if you guys don't know. Just a regular. Duh, water boy. Yeah. Well, what's sponsored mama have by, to say? Sponsored by Colonel Sanders. Sponsored by Colonel Sanders. So again, Levity Brewing, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's a really cool spot. I do remember the sandwich that I had because I got it a goddamn again. Panini with apple slices, turkey, and spicy mustard. Holy fuck. I don't, so good. That's so one of those things that doesn't sound good, but I'm sure it's great. It's glorious and uh, just as good the second time around. The mix of like fruit and spicy stuff or fruit and like sour or savory stuff is always so weird fruit yeah fruit it's delicate you know like throwing a throwing apples on a spicy turkey sandwich that doesn't make any sense you, you, you see what i'm saying yeah no so i hear him it's, it's, like, it's something you have to have like, it to really know the mustard the brown like spicy mustard with yeah. apples sounds disgusting but it yeah. works it works i'm telling you but back to the beer so let's cheers on this uh medulla abangada 6.1 percent uh, this was their more standard IPA. If, ching, if you want to give it the kerner here, mm -hmm. but also better than standard because this is really good. <laughs> mm, yeah, let me get a few more sips because I just had a Red Bull. Um, speaking of drinking, I forgot about the drinking bell. I should just record it and cue it up here on one of these sound boards and just tang lang lang. Ah, or I'll just do it manually every time. Tang lang lang. Drinking bell. <laughs> you made me cry. Mm -hmm. Here it is. I know it's over there somewhere. So gradually over time, we get too many traditions and inside jokes that we forget. <laughs> like we have the church key and the Han Solo beer opener and then the drinking bell. And there's just too many things to remember. Mm -hmm. And now I got a new recording device. So, yeah. Hope everybody can hear us. On CastBox Live, it says sexual or violent content is strictly prohibited. We're kicked off. <laughs> we are two out of the three. 
And we haven't been violent recently. Not recently, but who knows what's going to happen <laughs> tonight live. Um, it's good. I like it. The beer. This Tasty. is, Goodness. yeah, uh, I had it chilled in my uh, refrigerator today. Um, but of course, we're, we're recording this on Monday. It's bright as a god. Rush hour is a thing on Monday. So it take, took me about 45 minutes in a hot car to get here. And this sat on my leather seat. So it's not as cold as I want it to be. I will say this is the first time that we're having a beer that's not freezing cold, and I actually like it. Maybe mm-hmm. it'd be it'd be worse if it was colder. I don't know. No, this is. Uh, I just really liked it. It was very well blended, but still very light. It has that uh, like lager, yeah, dry aftertaste, which is really cool. It's not overly sweet. Um, yeah, I just I attached myself to this uh, very quickly when I. Well, first of all, when I looked up at their beer menu up on the wall, I was like, Medulla Oblongata, give me three of those. Yeah, that's a ridiculous name for a beer. They also had the Haze Freely, like Ace Freely. Yeah. So they they had a lot of good uh, pop and rock references. So I'm going to say a solid two on this one until you decide that it's a three and then I have to change my mind because we don't do... We don't do different ratings. Well, what I'd like to do is just yeah, let's let's let it sit because, well, the Red Bull first of all, but I, I had never noticed that aftertaste it, that uh, it's almost like the photon aftertaste. It has like a multi aftertaste is what I'm looking for. Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Which is cool because you don't a lot of times it's overly hopped or one thing or another and it's like too sugary at the end or it's got a weird bite. Yeah, this smooths off to a very nice malt. Yeah. So no, yeah. this is probably. One of my favorites from Levity. So, oh really? So I am clearly going to cool. give it. A- well, I've only had three from Levity, so this is your favorite. I would say so far, yes, it is. Oh yeah, and we have one wild ale left to try from them. No, it's good. I'm, I'm digging it, man. Let, let's sip on it. Do you want to guess about scenes that happen in a Star guess Wars about movie? About scenes, episode three, four minutes in. Or That's let's. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, what one haven't we done for a minute? Episode two? Uh, two Rogue, is... Two or Rogue One, probably. Two is so hard. Let's do 280. All right. It's an hour and 20 minutes in to episode two. God, there's so much fuckery in this one. It's, it's hard to say. <laughs> it's full of fuckery. Fuckery is one of the best words ever. One of the best things Speaking Rogan's of fuckery, ever done is... We, Look at Instagram. We, we say the F word. Dia, Travis Dunn, <laughs> Mac Daddy. Just a little podcast. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Who said we swear too much? On Instagram. Oh, right? we're looking up. I got too many devices up at the same time right now. Mr. J. Yeah. You guys say the F word too much. That's the same guy that's been following us for five years, and all he says is you guys say the F word too much. <laughs> right? Is that you? Yeah, that's him. You should be a guest in the show. You should. Fucker. Uh, actually, what you say? Eighty minutes. Yeah, let's. Yeah, and that episode is two, hour twenty, hour twenty. You know, we always do is the only hint, the only lifeline is how long is the fucking movie? Well, let's assume t- two hours ten minutes here. I think this was the longest one until seven, as Kerner said with his fucking trivia that no one listens to. Where did it go? It's behind this. Oh goddamn ads! I've heard the boys is really good, by the way. Um, 222. 222. Wow. 
222 for episode two. Hey, Lucas planned that shit. Oh my god. Came out in 2002. Oh, oh. what Rating episode is it? Is a 2.2 on oh, IMDb. No, is this episode kidding. 202? It is. <laughs> Figured it out. If Mrs. Commander would hear, she would say it's a sign from the universe. The uterus. The universe. Does the uterus? Someone's conceiving twins tonight. That's what that means. <laughs> it's not. Well, I'm ra- I'm gonna put a trash bag over my junk. Huh? I ain't having <laughs> twins. I'm just gonna get inside of a trash bag on the way home. <laughs> I don't want to risk anything. I'm, I'm uh, asleep. Yeah. Um, all right. So it's two twenty-two, and we're going an hour twenty. Um. All right. Let me roll it back to this, and let's think. That's terrifying. I can't get my mind off that. 222 in 2002. This is episode 202. Yep. Holy man. Episode 2. And this is episode 202 of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I just, what, I, just, what, I just gave you guys a blank screen. That's my bad. So what, what would you think halfway through is? That's what I was just trying to remember, but fuck if I know. Obi-Wan finds the clones probably within the first half hour, right? No, 40, I think 40 by the time he lands on Camino, it's a little further along. There's well, a course, lot of investigation stuff on Coruscant before they. Well, split he grabs up. that beer at the place on Coruscant. Yeah, after the 40 minute chasing. Jedi business. I'm gonna grab a drink and can do my work. Place bets on this game. Invoice the Jedi Council. Look for at this my chick's ass. Happy hour. Give me death sticks. <laughs> so save my receipts for the Jedi Council. Obi Wan, you spent sixty dollars on beer <laughs> in 22 minutes. <laughs> Well, happy hour's ending. I had to shove them down. <laughs> How many times do you do that, by the way? What? It'd be like happy hour ends at 7. Oh, I mean, I'll have three IPAs. Yeah, please. they'll stop by at like 6.55. Well, Give me uh, one of everything, please. Shit. E- either happy hour or like if it's a really busy place, I'll sometimes double fist and makes me look like an alcoholic, but I'm just like, I'm not trying to wait in line for 10 minutes every time I need a beer. It's half off right now. Two for one. Let's double fist it. Yeah. Two for three. Oh, nine for six. Two for one or one for one. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to this game. Got to get my head in, in the game here. Um, I'm going to say I'm gonna say they're definitely split up at this point. I guess an hour 20, maybe Obi-Wan has landed on Kamino. They get split up because Obi-Wan gets to Geonosis first. And you got to think Anakin also slaughters not just the men, but the women and the children. So there's that whole sequence. Yeah, that whole stint on Tatooine revisited. I would say Anakin's landing on Geonosis. Because you still got to do the whole Coliseum thing. They got to do the droids fumbling through. Yeah, but are you saying that's an hour long? The Geonosis battle in the droid factory? Well, the Jedi have to show up. The Coliseum battle has to happen. Not with the Jedi. The Coliseum where they're all tied up still has to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say Dooku is interrogating Obi-Wan. You know what? What I, if I told you that the Senate is out of control of a god? I think we're really Lord of the Sith. Well, I think we're really close though. I I think I I'm gonna guess DMT. Anakin and Padme are on the Nubian and they're flying to Geonosis. Nubian. That's what I'm gonna guess. That's my final my final guess. Not bad, eh? Nubian, eh? Not bad, eh? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they're getting ready to take off of Tatooine, is what you said? To meet, yes, to meet up with Obi Wan, because doesn't he? Re- they receive the message. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a little before that Obi-Wan is tied. I think ours is my, yours is after. They get the message, and then he gets it. Oh, yeah, because the message is him getting taken captive. Sorry. All right, yeah, so I'm going to say right after that when Dooku is interrogating him about some bullshit. All right, pause the episode if you need to get your guesses in. You don't win anything, but it's fun to play. Here we go.
We're always wrong and never right. Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Pause for a second. Where? He's still on Camino at 103. An hour in. Yeah. That's not 100. It's a yeah. long fucking movie, bro. Yeah. All right, so we're going forward to hour 20. We're going to be really close. Here he is landing. Oh, no. Shit. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. 110. He's just getting on Geonosis at 110. Damn. I'm Fuck, off. this is really close. This might be the second ever where I actually win something. Go fast. How long does the uh, slaughterhouse happen? <laughs> <laughs> slaughterhouse. Oh, we're, we're both really close. Nintendo, you need declared. Oh, my God. He's slaughtering the fuckers. Shit. We got one more minute here. He's saying bye to his mommy. Anakin saying goodbye to Shmi at 120. So do you think it's the message? No, he's still with his mom. Exactly, 120. She literally... <laughs> wait, I'm going back. She, she literally cocked her head. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to this audio only, go look at the, at the YouTube feed because she cocks her head back at exactly one minute and 20... One hour and 20. <laughs> <laughs> if someone said Shmi's death, you got it literally right the fuck on. Oh, man. That's too funny. All right, now a slaughter fest five thousand. <laughs> slaughter. And do I make it within our one minute grace period? Is the real question. I think no. Wow. Nope. Maybe. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Mace Windu is a fucking ghost. He, he's right literally now. <laughs> he's eyeball motherfuckering Yoda right here. This little green bastard's using my deodorant. He still smells like swamp dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Ugh. So, did you guys win? Did you guys lose? That was one of the most outrageous things that's ever happened. 222, episode 2, and 2002 on episode 202. 202. Yeah. Deuces. Stuff. I'm going to tell my wife about that. She's going to be like, <gasps> I'm getting a tattoo now. You guys are going to be <laughs> famous. Two tattoos. I'm getting two tattoos. Two's at two different tattoo shops. On both of my arms. In two different cities on both arms. Two tubes. Two tubes. <sighs> yeah, if only it was two tubes happening. That's hilarious. I was pretty close, but yeah, so it was uh, Shmi, Shmi's death. So, Tommy, we said the CGI of that room is, is uh, terrible. Also, in episode three, uh, even though that's supposedly one of the better CGI ones of the first six, yeah. it is. The, there are a couple the rooms are, rough, are yeah. atrocious in a couple scenes. That is one thing that from like the, uh, the Mr. Plinkett reviews that I will totally agree with is there's a lot of scenes of them just walking and there's just CGI rooms around. Can you go to, can you bring up episode three real quick? I suppose. Because there is, well, I'm not going to say I remember the actual time, but. You just make me feel like young Jamie. I just sit here do nothing and do this. Yeah. So quickly answer my shit. So it's one of the, one of the scenes is uh, Palpatine and Anakin talking for the first time. Yeah. But it's in the. Well, it's only because I'm so in love. Mobar. Is that right? Her hair, her hair looks great. Smoke show su- supreme. Smoke show suspension up in that. Mm. I love. love first of all. All right, hang on. <laughs> Third of all, he's like running out of the ship before y'all it lands. aren't even seeing this. I apologize, live streamers. You see what happens when I have to do young Jamie work and all the other work at the same time. <gasps> I just want to see Grievous sprint out of this fucking thing. Oh yeah, it's like not even landed yet, and he's like, "I'm late for dinner, bitch." God damn it, Duke is gonna give me a tardy slip again. <laughs> you know what's cool is though it's 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 poetry it's like the complete opposite of vader who just like he marches but he's slow he's a pissed bastard 
Piss bastard. Oh, hairbrushing. We're skipping that. All right, so what am I looking for again? Anakin it's supposed to be and, Anakin. Uh, Palpy? Yeah, Anakin and Palp in the chambers. The <laughs> also love how Yoda's right advice, here. advice there was just like, stop thinking about everything, basically. So there's a room that they're walking to. Keep an eye in the background. I just remember, like, yeah, you can see that hallway. It's not terrible, but one of these... Uh, Shots. One of the back rooms looks like a fucking flat painting. They don't trust you. They don't trust you. I don't trust you either. What do you mean? I think it's right here. Are we just watching this whole scene right now? Hey, Disney, don't copyright this motherfucker. If you do, I don't care. What's funny is I'm going to be completely wrong. Just like Isaac said, I have a three out of ten for memory. (laughs) I never upgraded my memory, guys. You got a one out of three memories. Me. Everyone on Instagram cannot hear this or see what we're doing. I'm very sorry. I'm probably just going to turn it off in a second. I'm overwhelmed, sir. <laughs> That's Go to YouTube. But the council elects its own members. They'll never accept this. I think they all right. will. Look how apparent his lightsaber is right there. Apparent. Oh, I was wrong. Oh, what are you doing to me? I'm wrong. I thought it was this scene. All right. But the, the point is uh, some of the backgrounds. Just point take is, page it all looks like garbage. Point is I can't remember anything. Everyone knew that. That's not a point. The point is, all Star Wars is trash. Uh, is there any bad acting from Ian McDermott? Well, yeah, also, all the faces in episode three. Every single face he makes. They don't trust you. I don't get <laughs> With loving eyes. They don't trust you. When, he's, when, when they're cutting off his uh, handcuffs, <laughs> he's just like... Well, you know, okay, so Freaking even with out, even man. with great acting, like it's all green screen. Pretend there's something flying around you and the shit's getting cut off. Cuz literally Hayden's just going to walk around you and like swing his arms and that's all that's fucking happening right, right now. Right. Right. That's uh That's a uh. So what are you thinking on this? 2 out of 3. I think a solid fucking 2. Solid it's a great two. IPA. Kern, are you looking for some standard IPA? Here you go. Medulla, and this is step two. It ain't going to be any left for you, though. So, hey, Dri- did, we just give, did we just give a two? Oh, my. <laughs> it doesn't end, fellas. We have two mics. We are two hammered. Um, good day, Galaxy. So let's dive into... I want to I touch upon... Before you touch things, I was at somewhere yesterday. What are you doing with the microphone I'm, right all, now? I'm not touching things. I'm not touching you. Go ahead. Where were you Before at you somewhere? Things. Well, we were down in Orlando last week for a conference. We stayed a couple extra days and went to Universal. Uh, yesterday, which I hadn't been to since I was a little baby child. And I wanted to go see uh, the Harry Potter area. Um, first of all, theme parks are expensive as a goddamn. I wanted to go. I didn't realize the Harry Potter land was split between two parks. So first of all, it was like 115 just for one ticket for one park. And if you wanted to be able to go back and forth between the two parks, like take the Hogwarts Express between the two things, it's like 170 bucks to go to two parks. You could fly to Orlando cheaper than getting into the goddamn park. We did. Our flights were like 35 bucks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Check out Frontier. This episode brought to you by Frontier Airlines. Get your medulla oblongata on. Honestly, if anybody's looking for a cheap vacation, just go to Frontier and from your home airport, there's a couple destinations that are dirt cheap. And for Columbus, it's Denver and Orlando and Austin, Texas that are like 
30 to 40 bucks per flight. It's fucking cheap as hell. You couldn't drive there for that. That's true. Well, true. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, I hadn't been to a theme park besides Cedar Point in a while, which isn't a theme park. It's an amusement park. Kings Island next week. So, yeah, excited for that. So it was fun. The Harry Potter world was really cool. I think at the end of the day, the admission was worth it. Just seeing that, um, it was really fucking cool. So the park that we went to, the regular Universal Park had Diagon Alley. Mm-hmm. And it had the ride in the Gringotts Bank. Um, and the other side of the park had like the Hogsmeade Station and like the actual castle. So I didn't really know that. I probably would have just forked over the cash for both parks if I had known that. Uh, but it was cool nonetheless. And the reason I'm getting to this is one, because I love Harry Potter and it was fucking cool to see. But two, I'd kind of been like sleeping on Galaxy's Edge. But after going to the theme park and seeing how well things are done, and I know Disney's going to do it 100 times better, I'm really, really excited to go back for well, the galaxy's edge. I mean, the idea is you're there. Like you're literally in, I'm in the Harry Potter version of England. It you was know, fucking awesome. You know, what's crazy is the theme park is probably even more detailed than the set was for the movie. Possibly consider that. Well, I'm seeing, I mean, re- realistically, it's probably broken up. You have the alley scene, which is one little area. And then the bank is one, another area. This is like combining them all. And then everything's perfect. Even Nocturne Alley, the creepy area where that like death shop is with all the skeletons and severed heads and everything. It was sweet. You turn the corner and all of a sudden it's dark. There's like stormy clouds in the sky and you walk in and there's this shop. It looks like like a Norwegian heavy metal album cover. I thought you were just going to say it looks like Norwegian hell. Norwegian (laughs) death. (laughs) No, literally. It's like it's super metal. There's like skull chandeliers and skeletons and sheeps doing witchcraft in a corner. Sheeps are doing (laughs) the witchcraft. I need a fucking giant's toe. (laughs) They try to cut your toe off. Oh, it was cool though, man. I got some butterbeer, hung out, saw some goblins, went on a roller coaster, you get through Gringotts. It was cool. Yeah. It was fun. So, Galaxy's Edge. Oh, I mean, did you see any construction? Well, that's at Disney. We were at Universal. So. Close enough, right? I think so. Technically, one's a galaxy. Not that I could see anything. One's a Galaxy. One's a Universal. A Universal. Let's see what's happened. Are we considering? Is it? I'd like to ask Shinobi realistically. Is, Shinobs, where you be at? Is it canon that the Star Wars is in a universe, or is it truly limited to a galaxy? Because I know, obviously, with the... Uh, That's a good question. Obviously, with the... Uh, God damn it. What was that species that came in from outside of the galaxy? Or, or were they just from the unknown regions in the Luke and Leia and Hans? The Yuzhan Vong? Yuzhan Vong, thank you. Because supposedly they were from outside of the galaxy, but yep. that doesn't necessarily mean they're, f- for, they're from another galaxy. They could just be a, from a f- extreme... I guess it depends on your uh, definition of the universe and how you apply that to Star Wars, because technically the universe is everything. Well, I mean, I'm not sure if it makes any difference whether they're suggesting. Well, I guess a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So they're right from the start. They're suggesting that the galaxy that the Star Wars universe, Star Wars galaxy that how do you even say that galaxy that the Star Wars, the galaxy that Star Wars exists in actually exists in our universe. Yeah, I don't know if it's that. Wait, it says right off the bat, a galaxy, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, I think it's just like... The premise is that it actually exists. It's in space, so it could happen somewhere. I think that's what he was going for, right? Shinobi says the Star Wars we know is just one galaxy. Yeah, but he's an ass. 
Also, Rural Farm Boy says the hell with that legends BS. <laughs> I'm with you. You're gonna Roll, piss off a lot of people though. Roll asked if I could if he could steal the Good Day Galaxy. No. Well, not? you missed the beginning of the show. You can't you can't use it. We already said it. If you send me five dollars, I'll consider it. What up, universe? <laughs> I think we call it like the Star Wars Galaxy. Just benevolent because. salutations, universe. Average greetings. Average greetings. Uh, I think we just call it a galaxy because galaxy fits with the theme and it's in like the opening title. Like you call it the wizarding world of Harry Potter. It's not like, like yeah, but the it's wizard- technically the Harry Potter universe, but there's an official name for it. Oh, sure. Like the book universe, the games universe. It's all in the that realm. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Uh, what else did we do while we were there? Uh, the Transformers ride was actually really, really good. So a lot of the rides there, I hope I don't ruin the fun for anybody. If you're a kid listening, don't listen. Uh, but it's a lot of those rides where you're in a, you're in like one cart and you are on a roller coaster track, but it doesn't move like a traditional roller coaster. Like it'll get up to a screen and you have the 3D goggles on and you're seeing like action in front of you and Megatron's like jumping Whoa. around and Starscream is like zipping past you and it will move the... Uh, like the ride as it moves the action on screen. Mm-hmm. So it feels like, and then there's wind rushing in your face. So it feels like you're zooming forward at like 30 miles an hour and your brain is tricking you because it looks like that on screen. It's like VR and a ride like mixed together. Yeah, yeah. They had that a uh, hundred years ago with the Star Wars thing. A hundred years ago. Yeah, they jumped because when I was in Universal before, literally before Harry Potter came out, is in 97, they had a Star Wars ride. Are you talking about Star Tours at Disney? Is that it? I thought it that was, that was like the only Star Wars ride for a while. It was the one where you hopped in and the whole thing. It was almost like a a one piece stadium, yeah, thing. But it all moved. So right. like when you dove, the thing like tilted. Yeah, yeah, similar same, to that. same deal. But it's way more advanced now with VR and like three D and everything. Yeah, yeah. So no, the Transformers one was was really interesting. And there was one that it's a little dated now, but the the Mummy ride. Um, is more like an actual roller coaster with some severe drops and everything. That one was really fun too. I'm a mummy dummy, but now uh, being in Diagon Alley was so cool. I really wanted to buy this wand, but I wasn't allowed. I was told no. Republic Dad Terry's. Republic Dad Terry's. It's not enough. It's not enough, man. It's not enough. Wonder if I can buy a, a Nubian hyperdrive at uh, at Galaxy's Edge. What do they look like? Queen they're Vodra. actually. You want to? They're fucking obnoxious. Can you look it? Yeah. It's the giant thing that's uh, that Obi Wan's like oh working God. on. I thought that was like just, it's huge. I thought that was just a piece of the hyperdrive, or I thought that was like the full engine, and he just needed a piece of that. That's the full hyperdrive. I just think it's ridiculous that it's just sitting there out in the open, like some Jar Jar could walk by and just get his tongue stuck on the hyperdrive. I just see valves and lines, like these are just regular uh, air fittings and shit. If you look at these, there's a compressor. So basically, you need a big piece of hunk of plastic. Also, what was Qui-Gon going to do if he went into Watto's shop and he had like an entire hyperdrive? Was he just going to throw it on that fucking... Well, Anakin, carry this <laughs> to my ship. I might buy you too, bitch. Was he going to levitate it all the way back to the, the desert? <laughs> levitate it. Or throw it on the back of that camel that farts all over everybody? Is delivery included, Watto? <laughs> yeah, Watto's not on Amazon Prime. Shit happens. Wado selling all the stuff on eBay. J-Type. Oh, man. Monday's 
It is Monday. Monday. I think we got more action in here on Mondays. I do have to give a random shout to something that you would. Oh, you you've been getting into it. Did you watch the uh, the heavyweight fight? Uh, we did. Yes. So I only watch UFC if I'm with somebody that's obsessed. Because mm-hmm. then I get the lowdown. They give me all the details and like. Uh, my buddy Hayden, who works with us, who's in town for the conference last week, he's obsessed. So not only are we watching the fight, he's dishing out everybody's like weight classes and yep. his past fights and the last thing that he won and his ranking. That makes it way more interesting. I would not watch it by myself. Just I don't know that much. So it was interesting. And obviously the main card was Stipe from Euclid, Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So that was good to watch. Yeah. Always cool to see uh, anybody local yeah. win and uh, retake the title. So that's all I have to say about that. There Let's, was some good stuff. The Yoel Romero fight was really interesting. Stipe won. That was a good fight because it looked like he wasn't going to for a exactly. while. Exactly. And he came the fuck back and he was hitting those body shots, man. Oh, like my that, God. That was like crazy, Joe Rogan, dude. Rogan went bananas for like five minutes. He's like, another one. There were so many in a row. It's like DC wasn't stopping it. it well, crazy. yeah, because everybody's so scared of getting knocked out. They're, they just hold their hands up. So they leave every... I mean... You take a good shot, to, you're like, yeah, I can't dude. breathe, dude. Stop it. Well, it's also interesting to see, like, the heavyweight fights are a totally different type of fight because those guys are so strong, but they get gassed so easily. Yeah. So at the end of the first round, they're already, like, tired. They still have power, but, like, they're tired. Um, but, no, it was, it was cool. It was good to watch. Cool, cool. Good good shit. Congrats, congratulations, Stipe. Stipe, meow chit. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, that's how. That's 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 the gist of it. Yeah, judge. At least you said the gist. I just said. Good job. Just said Jesus it. <laughs> so, what else let's let's run on to uh, Republic Commando. Yeah, tell me Have about you, this game. I never beat it. You never beat it. I didn't get very far because I didn't. Did I? I owned it in college. I didn't own it in high school. And I, yeah, I don't think I got very far. I think. Uh, couple hours in four or five hours in it's not an extremely long game but it does get tough obviously in certain points um extremely repetitive but uh the flow of the game is kind of natural i don't know what i mean by that neither do i all right so more than half the game and this is this is not an exaggeration more than half the game is you going up to something and tinkering with it and it's got like a loading bar. Like if you're setting a bomb or uh, disarming a bomb or splicing a terminal or setting explosives. Yep. The, literally half the game is that. Yep. And then I told you those like canister things come down and then they like eject droids. So the other half is like while you're trying to disarm this bomb, you also have to walk up and detonate these canister things that are producing droids. Yeah. So it's just a constant like go to go to it i'm just gonna pull up some images while you're chatting about it yeah yeah um i'm surprised i'm honestly really surprised that it doesn't have uh one of those clock timing things like within the first 20 pictures because i'm telling you that's more than half the game yeah so what you're describing is with action games is there's a good first sp- of all these this cosplay from celebration yeah oh my god Yep. One of the most badass things I've ever seen. I'm assuming this was you. I wish. I th- no, well, that's oh, in you game. in the game. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because it's you and three others, and I, I know the yellow and green aren't you. And I think, honestly, I'm, I'm that bad of a game player where I just like 
plowing through a game. There's not a lot of storyline behind it, but I don't even care about who who you're with. So, well, is it the same crew from the books? Yeah, I believe so. So you would be Darman then. Darman's the main guy, right? Uh, it was Delta Squad. That's right. all I know. I think that's the main crew. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I read my quote-unquote favorite <coughs> Star Wars series of all time. So in the picture, you can see there's a huge spider droid. Those became very common at the end of the game, and they're really fucking tough to take down. Um, at one point, it's basically one of the last missions is there's a huge Separatist ship above Kashyyyk. Mm -hmm. And as you walk through Kashyyyk... You get to an anti-aircraft thing, and one of your guys jo goes off or goes off and mans the cannon, and you continue through the level. Mm. So you you've obviously every platform has a huge cannon. There's people in between, so you lose one guy, you get to the next cannon, you lose another guy. It's just you and another and one other guy. It gets to the point where it's you versus Spider Droid by yourself. Great, and other fuckers are coming in, and you're like, dude, what the fuck? So crazy. Um. What I was about to say is this is an issue I have with uh, action Dude, games. Tarful's in it. It's fucking awesome. Is that you have this cool mechanic. So like the game you start and it's really exciting because it's all brand new. Mm -hmm. And then you introduce these new mechanics. And then like once you get these few down at a certain point, you're just repeating those same couple tricks the whole game. Like after you get through the introduction, you're doing the same thing over and over and over again in a slightly different setting. <laughs> And like that was my issue with a lot of the Assassin's Creed games, which I couldn't really get into them. Origins, I feel, has a lot more variety. But a lot of it was like, okay, you learn this particular takedown, and then you learn the eagle's point of view, whatever the fuck that thing's called, where you dive off the tower. And then you learn this uh, assassin trick and this bow and arrow trick, and then you just do those over and over again f with different enemies until the game's done. So I feel like it gets monotonous. Yeah. I um, Did it get monotonous? Yes. I don't want to even dance around it, even though I, it was monotonous, but I still had fun because it was difficult. Now, if it was monotonous and not rewarding at all, yeah. I would have been pissed. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it also gives you such bite-sized areas. So, like, a lot of it happens on Geonosis. A lot of it happens on a Separatist ship. A lot of it happens on uh, Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. I, yeah. always, I always mix that up. No, rolling up on Geonosis, is that makes the game. The fact that you're dropped into, like, right after the episode two like eruption of uh, the war and everything fucking legit the other the other things to consider is you also have different enemies so like one of the first ones is you're fighting droids yeah obviously classic you get to geonosis then you start fighting the geonosians so and then they they mold the two and there's like geonosians and droids right then you get to the point where the tran uh, trandoshans are involved as like pirates I never pirate got dealers that far. So you're taking up uh, Trandoshans and droids, and then Geonosians, like, depending on where you are, and then yeah. the spider droids come in. So, I mean, the enemies stay pretty fresh. Um, it's almost like they more fuck with the levels, like the areas and the maps and the enemies, as, as opposed to the gameplay. Like, you're doing the same thing over and over. It's just now you got to do it on a landing pad, which is wide open, and there's fuckers sniping in at you. Right. But and this one's in a fucking maze, but there's huge hulkers right in front of you. You got to try to go around or figure something else out. Yeah. Um, but again, 99% of the game, you're walking up trying to splice something while fuckers are trying to shoot at you. Yeah. Um, and or if you feel like you're a lot better at shooting or doing damage, you send someone else up there and you defend. So, I mean, there's variation to a very little, I don't know. It's just there. There is a just a little bit of variation. Um, 
what I'm getting to is you beat it's it. still it's still a solid game. I mean, it doesn't hold up that well. The graphics are not good. Um, the gameplay were, does well. They were good for then, though. It's like yeah. it was oh oh five. Yeah, I mean, and it was awesome with with your group that you could say, "Hey, you snipe there, you throw grenades. I'm gonna go in and disarm the bomb." So it had a little bit of those aspects of like Mass Effect built in, like pre. So, but they or were like very a blocky. Six. They were very blocky, and it was like, if you go tell Sev to snipe or whoever. He's going to sit at the sniping spot until you tell him not to snipe. You could be halfway through the goddamn fucking level, and you're like, there's only two of you. Where's the other one? Also, how much does he actually hit while he's sitting back there doing AI No sniping? joke. 100%. When you tell them, when you don't give them orders, that's when they're weak. When you say, hey, you snipe and you throw grenades, oh, and people legit. go down quick. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because I think they're that's they start doing their specialties as opposed to just running in and blasting. All right. Um. Now there were some high points. Kashyyyk was intense because there. Then another little bit of variety. There's Ka- Wookies. I mean Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, Kashyyyk. I mean Kashyyyk. Totally window Kashyyyk. So, what are you looking at? You James Warner's trying thought. to talk shit up. No, damn it, James. Uh, he said, "Hey, now you leave Republic Commando alone." No, I'm actually uh, somewhat singing singing its praises uh, for how bad the game is. No, it's pretty good, man. Uh, but I, I want to get into so old. the the enemies change obviously yeah you get the Kashik. yeah the Wookies you start not only defending the but Tarf, you go save Tarful at one point and he goes just fucking bananas and starts smashing droids and shit it's amazing cool. it's really fun um, too bad you can't play as Tarful one of the the only moment I got actual like goosebumps from the entire time is just you your crew and any enemies yeah kind of straight simple you there's no like Tarful's the other big name that's in it but outside of that you don't really come across anybody you're hunting down the trend trend oceans i think at that time and you got you're looking for a tower or something so you get to like a high point in the city and you're like i where do we go and as you get to the the sniping spot where, where you're trying to find you look down and grievous is standing there like making a deal with some dude, dude. and you're like oh no no i'm done and he like looks up at you and you're like, oh, we're all fucked. We all died. Fuck. That's Dude, so cool. It was cool because it was like a tasteful just you don't fight him, obviously, but it's just you did not expect it because it like yeah. you were 80% of the way through the, the game. Just those little ads. And it was just like you're you're looking for a, a good <sighs> sniping point or a ship to take down, and you get up there and you look down, and you're like, oh fuck. No. That makes a big difference. Yeah, it would have been I wish I was more tuned in back then. It would have been nice to play that from start to finish and get the whole story when it came out it was it in between episode two and three or right after three but in that whole uh time um it was after episode two time era though i mean because like i never played the revenge of the sith video game i don't know if it added anything to the story but uh i pretty much only played battlefront and kotor i think i don't remember it would have been cool to play it as it came out so, would have been, been mo fresh so how, um, how does it end uh, you you, you end up saving the Wookies temporarily, kind of, because it doesn't really end. Because the war obviously doesn't end. No joke. The ending it says uh, you're flying away from Kashyyyk, saying uh, "Job well done," blah blah blah, and a com- another commando or someone comes on the hollow whatever and says your job's not done. They need you in this area, and it's like ah, the fucking fight continues. Yeah, they're probably planning on making sequel. Uh, oh yeah, that's very true. Um, so it was released. 
uh, February 28th, 2005. So very, very close. Right before episode three then. Yeah, episode three. That makes total sense. So over, is, overall consensus? Well, I'm, I was just going to say, uh, it says here, Google users, 98% like this video game, and it's even still got a 9 out of 10 on Steam. That's all nostalgia. Um, there's, I don't really have any... I mean, for a game that old, it, it wasn't a Halo in, in battle. Like, I felt like Halo... Well, honestly... Although we were at the barcade a couple weeks ago and tried to play Halo, and I wanted to die. No, and that's the reason I, I held up. Uh, this was much smoother than Halo. That's and a, that yeah, sounds that's ridiculous. Wait, and All right, so next question. When was Halo? 2001? No. That came out when we were either seniors or like juniors in high school. The OG Halo. You're looking at images. Bruh. Two. one. For real? I told you. It was the original game for Xbox. When did the original Xbox come out? 2001. No, it was a little bit before that, I think. Um, November 15th. So no, sorry, when, when the Xbox came out, I mean, I think it was a little bit before that. I thought this was like the game that it came with. Well, I thought the consoles had a... Why am I asking myself questions right now? Jesus Christ. Xbox. It is crazy to consider that Halo is going to be 20 years old in, in uh, basically a year and a half. Two years from now. Uh, Let's see. Wow, I'm totally off. Power to Mopar right now. Yeah, original Xbox was released November 15, 2001, which is the same date as, as Halo. Wow, I'm way the fuck off. Let me ask you something. And I think we've, we've asked this for... Uh, Doesn't this seem like a, a short life cycle, though? Oh, one to what? Because then the Xbox, the 360 came out in 06. 05, yeah. Or, yeah, holiday 05, sorry. That's only that was only four years. I mean, that's when they were pumping that shit out. Now, like, and and then the three from the three sixty to the one, it was eight years. Well, so the biggest thing is updatability. Yeah, you could true. You couldn't update the Xbox. You got what you got, mm. and then like it was kind of an afterthought. Yeah, the three sixty you could then... yeah three sixty you could update the Xbox One should be around for twenty goddamn years. You just keep updating it. Although I heard rumors that the next E3, they're going to announce the next round of consoles. When did the uh, the one come out? 13, 2013. Yeah, I mean, six years. Now, I, I legitimately would keep my Xbox One for probably 10 years. Now, I'm, not that I've had it for 10 years, but through 2023? Like it has 10 years of life? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, now they're they're 4K. Like what? What? All right. So, all right. I guess need? so. Here's the thing. So, like, if you look at the Xbox One at launch, and then the Xbox One X, it plays the same games, but I feel like it's an upgraded console. I feel like it's almost next gen. What's I'm saying? Like, it's cheaper. Two ninety nine for the Xbox One S, which is four K. What's the? Come on. I don't know. It's interesting to look at the consoles. Also, how crazy? How crazy successful were they? Launching Microsoft launched a game or a game console, yeah, and killed it, killed it with the Xbox. That was a huge. I remember because Nintendo and Sega, and then like PlayStation, those yeah. were the only ones. Xbox or and then Microsoft. Sega dropped off. It was yeah. just Nintendo and PlayStation, and and Microsoft was like, "Fuck it, we'll we'll fucking swing at it," and they knocked it out of the park. I mean, it's a 50-50 thing right now. It's like forty nine forty nine two because there's those Switch people. You are one of them, right? You got a Switch. I do have one. I don't play it that often, though. I like Switches. I figured you'd take it with you with some of your traveling. 
dude i i don't know i just haven't been in the headspace to really play i mean look at me i'm i'm playing goddamn games 15 years old so <laughs> i hear you it's not funny kind of no, the Switch is a pretty cool console. How powerful it is for how uh, small it is, but it still it still has some annoyances. What I was gonna say is like Nintendo has a I think smaller fan base compared to all three platforms overall, but they're extremely loyal and they've been with Nintendo like you know since they were kids. And yeah, they're extremely loyal. I would say. Sorry, I was reading. James Warner says I feel like I read they were making Imperial Commando. When they scrapped a lot of the games, how interesting would have that have been? Like post yeah. Order sixty six, and they did this a similar thing, hunting down Jedi. Well, with I, an Imperial Commando. I don't know how deeply they tied it with the books, but I mean, if it was the same squad that was in the books, then yeah, that makes sense. It would go along with the story of the book. Is that so? The well, not to spoil anything for myself, but is that what where they go with it after Order sixty six? That same squad starts hunting Jedi and that sort. That same squad doesn't. So but in, in, in this series of books, it was the chip thing that was in the Clone Wars cartoon that doesn't exist. Yeah. So I, and it's been a while since I've read it, but I believe the story was Kel, who was training all of them, treated his small group of clones like his family. And the main character, Darman, who's one of the um, commandos, falls in love, falls in love with the Jedi. Uh, they get I think I don't know if they get married, but they have a kid. So it's a Jedi and clone kid is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Which is pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. But they, they, they basically learn about order 66 ahead of time and they're making plans to just like basically defect and get the fuck out and go back to Mandalore and just like be farmers, just be happy and just live life. Wouldn't that be bananas? I'm just, I'm, I'm reeling my head around that. Like if it, let's say that happened a lot of them defected went back to mandalore let's call it several generations later after that happened you would just have a whole civilization that looked extremely similar yeah outside of the people that they were fucking and and reproducing well that's what i'm saying like half the population would have the same goddamn eyebrows and eyes walking yeah. around yeah who you supposed to bang everybody's jango fett <laughs> bang whoever you want <laughs> Bang Django Fett. How much Django are you? Oh, just a little bit. Well, I need it all. <laughs> oh man. So I guess with the question that uh, I was gonna, story. I was gonna ask is, what do you think was the most influential and/or like the biggest turning point in gaming uh, consoles? Um, I don't know if I'm not enough of a gamer to really say. Well, I mean, I, in I your also experience. have zero idea about uh, PC games. Well, fuck PC. Just in, in, in normal. Like, what, I feel like you, I feel like the change a good changing point was the Xbox. Uh, Halo was revolutionary for shooters when it came out, mm -hmm. and I also feel like Nintendo and Sony had been pretty established, and then Xbox came around and was just like, "We're doing it this way." Yeah, I don't know if that's totally true though, because that was the gen with PS2. So X, so PlayStation had only had one console, so it wasn't that long actually. I'm just confused on the life cycles because I feel like um, N64 years. and PS1 were like 95, 96. I guess that's still only five years. Well, the Xbox matches up with the PS2. Correct. Okay. Which a lot of people say is like one of the best consoles ever. So it was powerful. It did everything. It played DVDs, put music on it. It had the uh, online stuff and it had a really good catalog of games. 
Yeah, well, it was also, I felt like uh, the PlayStation 2 was around longer. It was. Yeah, they ran that fucking thing into the ground. That's, that's not what I meant to say. That doesn't make sense. They, but they did. They ran it like... Oh, they ran it into the ground no, in a, in a good way. What's, what's the they dragged I'm it up. They dragged it along. They were making games like a decade later. They're like, fuck yeah, it, we'll just, yeah. we'll just keep, keep putting it on that system. Uh, they really milked the PS2 for all it was worth. See, I feel like the PS3 was, to me, seemed like overlooked. I feel like the the PS2 lived so long that nobody wanted the PS3, and then PS4 came out and it was like noticeably different and better. So everybody jumped on the PS4. I don't know. That was just I've never owned a, a PlayStation at all, so I'm just the outsider looking in. What and what Tommy Boy has always said, and he knows more about games than me, is that these consoles nowadays do the same thing. Like uh, with the exception of the Switch, because it's mobile and handheld, and it's a little different. The Xbox and the PlayStation perform almost the same. So, and they they all have the apps and the YouTube and Netflix and online connectivity and everything. So, like they pretty much do the same thing. So it comes down to what's the game library look like? What between Xbox and PlayStation? <laughs> See, I Excuse but me. I I was along the same lines. I I feel like the Xbox, while like revolutionary, I think. N64 was right there, but it didn't have that online connectivity. I'm going to step you back, actually, and re-answer that question that you asked me. Biggest turning point, I think, was the Xbox 360 and PS3, because that's the first time that they had the ability to update the um, the operating system of the console online. You know what I mean? The first time you got an Xbox 360 update and it changed the entire interface of the home screen and they fixed all the bugs and all that, like that's a big moment. Because then you can run that system for 10 years and keep updating things and changing it and making it cleaner and making the live experience better. Yeah. I'm sticking to Xbox. Uh, the first online gaming, you could play with your friends not only in the same room. Did it have online? Yeah. Uh, Halo 2 had on, uh, online. Halo 2. Boom. Oh, yeah. Best selling okay. online. All right, all right. And you could have like a I'm friend. I'm thinking of Halo 1, which was just Ethernet. You had a buddies list, so you could like create your own list of people that you wanted to play mm -hmm, with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the two joystick thing, while it wasn't originated here, well, no, uh, the the PlayStation. PS1. But I feel like it was not perfected because it was still clunky here. I feel like they utilized it the best. Like in Halo, while it's still clunky to this day, I feel like it meant a lot more. I, the N sixty four was close, but it just was like three years too early. Well, but they were right, right along that that uh, era. I think it's it's not the controller so much as. Uh, the way that you control the character, mm -hmm. which in GoldenEye, I think this is the common comparison. Like, GoldenEye, everybody loves because it's nostalgia, but the controls are fucked. Yeah, they are. And the joystick and the C buttons make no sense. But then when you get to Halo, that's why it was such a big deal because that's the first game where you had the dual joysticks. One moves and strafes, one looks, whatever. I probably said that backwards. But that controller for the, um, the original Xbox, the smaller version yeah. with the offset joysticks... And they continue that through the 360 and the one. That's the best controller in the world, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know what it is about the offset. It's some. It's something that, that that just feels much more natural. I wonder if like ambidextrous people go to the PlayStation because you're both down here. My explanation is very simple. With shooters, I want to be able to run and then do other shit. I know that sounds really really basic, but like for oh, example, oh you know what? Oh yeah, I hold the left stick forward like in Battlefield. And then my right thumb, I can like switch my weapons, I can reload, I can hit the D-pad and change accessories and yep. all that. It sounds very simple, but I mean, that makes a world of difference, especially in 
uh, shooters like Battlefield and Battlefront. No, that's that's a v- extremely yeah. good point because I do the same thing. I I run and hold, and I literally will text while I'm running. Yeah, <laughs> it's a small, stupid little thing, but I'll be able to run to the next point and be like, all right. Yeah. All right, I'm good here, and let me reload real quick. Also, keep running, though. I also just never felt like the PlayStation controllers were comfortable. So, like, for my Switch, I bought the wireless pro controller that is shaped like the Xbox controller. Same layout, exactly. It's just, it feels ergonomic. Now, I'm sure the the PlayStation fanboys would be like, what? This stuff's the best. It's got two triggers on the back. Because, uh, remember, back then, they, they had the... The black and white button, they didn't have left and right RB. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. So that that was the one thing that PlayStation did very well. Good point. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We can we can be done with this. But, <laughs> yeah, because uh, a uh, long story short, Republic short Commando is really good. Extra. Yeah. Republic Commando is very good. It, it While it might not live up to the 9 out of 10 that uh, everybody thinks, uh, I would still give it a strong 8. <laughs> it didn't slip a lot because it is fun. Even uh, as monotonous as it uh, has become. Have you played any uh, modern games or online games recently? Talking to me? No. (laughs) Talking to Travis Dunn. (laughs) No. I don't know if you actually had like jumped on Battlefront or Battlefield recently. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like MMOs or something. Uh, I no, just like new games. I jump on. Well, I play Battlefield Five every once in a while, but no one plays it anymore. Um, what up, Jammy? Ah, oh, shit! What are you pissed about today? Uh, so I do still jump on Battlefield Five. Yeah. Every once in a while, uh, I still honestly default back to four. If I want to bust out a quick map, I go back to four. Yeah. One because I know it's going to load quickly, and I'm going to blast apart everything and then quit <laughs> real quick. So I. Uh, <laughs> But th- there are still maps, man, on Battlefield 4. I'll get in and be like, fuck, I haven't played this one in two years. Yeah. I, I Just last There's night, I jumped on. I was like, what? I don't even remember this one. Mm-hmm. I got to take an, a blimp into the goddamn thing. <laughs> it's a good year blimp in the Battlefield there. Battlefield blimp, bitch. Yeah, I haven't played much, man. Uh, I've, it's been an ongoing discussion. I brought it up in my... My schedule and things haven't changed. I really just haven't been uh, gaming much at all. I did move uh, the monitor and the Xbox back here to the office. So if I do decide to throw a Battlefront, uh, I can crank up the green screen and do some streaming. Um, I know uh, our boy Jared just uh, swapped over. Got rid of that PlayStation garbage for the Xbox. But all he has is Battlefront. Which is fine. I mean, I'm basically at the point where like, if I play games, I'm going to play online multiplayer stuff. So, like, if you ever want to get um, do multiplayer in Dark Souls, let me know, and I'll jump on. I'll play some Battlefront. But I feel like it's unlikely until, like, a new really good single-player game comes out that I'm going to, you know, suck 80, 100 hours into a, into a, a video game like that. That I'm going to suck 80 hours into Suck it. Oh, Take it. You'll suck it, and you'll suck it. So, Jammy is asking. Suck it. Have you talked about the Obi-Wan show yet? I guess it's time to talk about the Obi-Wan way show. Way to blow the... Suck it. My name is Obi-Wan. I play the video games. So I was so distracted last week. I, uh, As we said earlier, didn't really see the news. Then somebody asked me, have you heard about the Obi-Wan stuff? And I was like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. For the first time ever, you know more Star Wars news than me. 
That's quite embarrassing. But uh, so the rumor is, and I'm going to say rumor because it hasn't been 100%, 1,000% confirmed. D23 is coming up, so maybe we'll get confirmation then. Uh, Obi-Wan is going to be a show on Disney Plus with Evan McDonald. Uh, so not a movie, as was the original hope and rumor. It's going to be a show on Disney Plus, which... I don't know. It could go either way. I was almost going to say that that's probably a better fit for Kenobi. But as I'm thinking about Kenobi's life between episode three and four, I don't know. It could go either way. It could get really drawn out and nothing happens. You know, initially, it it makes me... I'm going to wrap it all around. Wrap around. Hello. Initially, I was like, come the fuck on. Make a goddamn movie. I don't care if people loved, hated Solo. It was a solid film. And you would absolutely... Kill it with an Obi-Wan film. Yeah. Now, once that got out of my system, I was thinking, you know what? Showing a, I don't know what you want to call it, day-by-day trials and tribulations. Day-by-day trials and tribulations of Obi-Wan being by himself, trying to commune with Qui-Gon. And Darth Maul. Darth Maul. See, you you already ruined it. Sorry, what were you going to say? If, if, if Darth Maul's in it, I'm not going to watch it. Well, here's the thing. He's in it. <laughs> Based on what they have... All right, well, there's two ways to look at this. Based on what they have done, it's possible that he'll be in there. Possibly likely, I would say, that he'll, he'll be in there. Um, I think we've complained a little bit about Filoni's storytelling and direction with some of the cartoons. Uh yeah, I saw that ad playing, um, which I'm not 100% thrilled about. Like, I can live with the fact that Maul's back, but I really just don't enjoy. I just think it's okay that he's just a, a henchman and he got killed. I think it's fine. I think that's okay. Am I the only one? Like, I know he's cool and he fights like a badass and it's Ray Park and he's red and black. But, like, if he's just a henchman that was sent to kill Qui-Gon and he failed and he died, like, he doesn't need to be the... The major big bad antagonist of the prequels. I'm okay with him dying. It's it's he's a hitman, bruh. On episode two oh two, it's a catch twenty two. But there are two out of three here. Um I just I understand. I completely one hundred percent understand why they did what they did with Maul. And even why they continued his fucking story with Solo and threw him in there. That's even more enticing than seeing him come back and try to skull fuck Ezra to the dark side. <laughs> well, that would that only happened because of Rebels. and Clippers. I know, but you know what would have been even more badass? If they went through Rebels and you didn't see him. And then he still fucking popped up in Solo no, and you're no, like, no, no, no. you're like, what? No, that wouldn't have worked. What? That would not have worked. What? No, yes, it would have. Quiet down, little John. That would Are not you have serious? You're you're okay with crab meat mall living in a I fucking? I didn't say trash I was okay file? with it, but he didn't have the. If he didn't have the cartoons with him, no, leading up as a no. villain that came back, then him being in Solo wouldn't have made sense. It wouldn't have worked. Oh, at all. it would have worked perfectly. No, you're wrong. Sorry. Why? Because they needed to spoon feed you how he got his legs back through the Clone Wars and then existed all the way through the Rebels because you still would have had the Clone Wars stuff. Wait, he's still he's in the Clone Wars, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 because he, with Savage. So you would still know that he's around, but you could have left him. They could have, well, I, I don't guess, know, I man. Guess my, I guess my point is, we don't need to be spoon fed everything. 
it would have been awesome if they had somewhat of a small conclusion with Maul in the Clone Wars, where he was left somewhere to die by Palpatine, or or Palpatine kills his brother and says, "Fuck you, I don't need you anymore. I got a younger, stronger, much more large, much more large dicked Sith Lord Anakin. He's got, I mean, huge nuts, man. You should see the shit." <laughs> and then he shoved him in my mouth. Wait, but uh, but I mean, just leaving him to die, yeah, like a, like a fucking beat wet dog outside, and Maul would should have been like. Fuck that! This who who's 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 responsibility or who's like? Why am I so mad? And I don't you know, know and, why you're so mad about because this. it should have been Obi Wan. This all leads back to Obi Wan, and he should have started. Well, I can't go through the Sith uh, teachings anymore because listen, they they shit on me. Listen. Do you not understand what I'm saying? though? I do. Yeah, listen, I already think you should not have come back in the first place at all. But if he is coming back, and he obviously is because it happened already, the way they did it, I think it's fine. I don't, like I don't the love the crab legs. I don't like the rebel stuff. I don't like rebels in general. I like Maul better in rebels than I do in Clone Wars. He has his wits about him. He's manipulating mm, people. That's why I don't like it. It almost he feels shouldn't. like he has a... Ma- but he got fucked over so much that he finally realized that he has to be smarter. He can't just be some bloodthirsty assassin. But that was his role. And I get, I, I don't, but I don't it, mind. That's what I mean. But if they're gonna bring him back, his role has to change, or else there's no point in bringing him back. It should be bloodthirsty rage. I don't know. Towards Obi Wan. Listen, he should wise up a little bit because it, I mean, he did. Even, even with uh, if I we go the route that I'm saying and skip Rebels and go straight to Crimson Dawn, he has to, he has to wise up and he has to realize he did. I can take over these people very easily. I'll fucking start a pirate thing and, and fuck people over and underground black market this. And he did, but his downfall is that he's still Sith and he's still pissed. And when he realizes that Kenobi's still alive, he drops everything and tries to go back and do that. You know what I mean? And that was his downfall. That's what killed him. I think that's the overall point. It's like the dark side will fucking ruin your judgment. Well, first of all, I don't Just even... Just like Jon Snow. If we're, con- if we're considering this Obi-Wan series to be between three and four, we're getting to that point where Maul's not even around. Depends. Depends. Really? Solo is is how long after three? I mean, is that the latest? No, because we see Maul get killed. So he's even beyond Solo. Maul's in Solo, and he dies in Rebels at some point after the Solo, obviously. Yeah. So it depends. It on, all depends on that last scene. I mean, I would imagine that the series is going to span all of these events. Wouldn't that be okay? I'm ready. Go. Wouldn't it be crazy uh, if Maul actually haunted Obi Wan? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if I want Ray Park to come back and him and Kenobi to have a showdown. Well, that already happened in the, in the cartoon, so apologies. But yeah, some some like spiritual aspect or like paranormal aspect of Maul might work some subtle references or hints or something I just I like the uh, the like you said the bloodthirsty rage like because that's that's Maul at the core he's very skilled but he's only skilled because he's bloodthirsty yeah well, they like he's that, smart so. but is he that smart he's not that. wise he got wise kinda till he fucked up and lost very simply to Obi-Wan alright so we got smart then <laughs> Um, Jamie said, uh, imagine a cold open with Obi-Wan holding Maul in his arms. 
and that's how the whole series starts. D23 is happening this coming week. This, I think it's this week. So we should have an official announcement this week. So D23 is the Disney, basically like imagine Comic-Con, but it's all Disney stuff. So I imagine we got some teases at Comic-Con, but they're going to announce all this stuff at D23. D23 is this week. We should have more information, maybe trailers, maybe footage. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on to your fucking nuts here. Of Cassian and everything. What? Cassian? Fuck Cassian at this point. Episode 9. I'm just saying. Mandalorian. This shit. We've got a lot of stuff coming up. I'm saying Cassian was announced, but we haven't seen anything yet. So maybe we would get some footage or, or a trailer. I guess we, I always forget that they actually did do a kind of a soft trailer for Mandalorian. Well, they do things in Mandalorian, like order. So, like, we already saw footage and a trailer of the Mandalorian at Celebration. So, next is either going to be a new trailer or more information or a release date or whatever the hell. Maybe a release date again. I'm sorry. Cassian, they announced, but they haven't shown anything. So, maybe we'll get a trailer of that. Obi-Wan right now is just a rumor. So, we'll probably get an announcement of that. And that's it. Maybe, maybe Evan McDonald will be there. In person with, uh, with peach rolls. I would, uh, as I half read Jamie's comment here, I would like it to be more of an old wizard Obi Wan, where he's he's no longer the, the lightsaber wielding hello there. He's more of a you. I'm not who you think I am. Don't talk to me. I might try to help in certain ways, but I really can't get involved, or I'm just gonna get murdered. And the whole point I'm here is to save this little kid. Here's my hope. For this, and I know as a Star Wars fan, getting my hopes up is not a good thing. Here's my hope. It's, I only like Jamie said, it's older Obi-Wan. It's him doing more uh, studying of the Force, more meditating, learning from Qui-Gon. Fucking cameo from Liam Neeson would be pretty dope. Him learning how to transition into the Force, because obviously by episode four, he does that. So he has to learn how to do it. So I think they could come up with some pretty, pretty creative, pretty creative ways uh, of him having to deal with some shit on Tatooine or having to go to Dagobah for a little bit and learn from and see Yoda again or whatever it might be to get him in um, in a situation where he can, you know, let Darth Vader who, stab him and go to the force. Who's going to be the antagonist? That is the real question of any of a show like this where we already know how it starts and ends. How are they going to fill in the gaps and what's is going to be a struggle? Maybe he is his own antagonist. I wouldn't watch that. I, I would. S- I want to see him swing it. To and fro, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's, he is his own. Yeah. It's a personal struggle. It's him trying to deal with his shit. He was a knight and one of the best Jedi of all time, and now he's stuck on the fucking dusty backwater planet. What if we see Ahsoka? Mm-hmm. That could do. That could happen. <laughs> what if his antagonist is finding out whether it's Kashyyyk or Kashyyyk? <laughs> Overall, this is good news. Um, I I always had hope that Kenobi was happening. I think at the end of the day, uh, a series might be a better option than a movie. If they do it right, I, and they any any which freedom. way, any which way, if they don't do it right, it sucks. So it, I don't it, give a shit. But just have more freedom with it that way. I do think they could build. Is it weird now that I feel like you you get a deeper character in a series? You have more time, more yeah, physical one million time percent, yes. to develop new characters, new new areas. Yeah, and if we um, if we take the Marvel announcements at Comic-Con, I think they announced eight things, and six of them are Disney Plus series. 
they announced 10 things and seven of them or whatever. I don't know. I can't do math. But we are possibly going to get some more Star Wars series announced as well. What so I think would, this series is important. What would be a series that you want to see, though? That's interesting. I mean, I know the Boba Fett thing uh, got nixed before it was even confirmed. We have the Mandalorian. Come on. I'm interested in that, though. I don't know. What do you mean? In Boba Fett. What he's doing in between. Uh, that and then I think the, the main one for me is um, Luke's Jedi Temple. Luke training. Oh, the new Jedi Order. I don't know if they could get Mark Hamill back for a series on Disney+. Plus. Probably not. Um, but he's obviously based off of what happened in uh, Last Jedi. He would be great in that role. But yeah, Luke trying to rebuild the temple. Um, young Ben Solo. Some hints of Snoke trying to get into his head. I think that'd be really cool. I think if, uh, and not that Jeremy says Bane, I don't think they should do Bane. Um, I do think that if they went back in time a little bit, let's just call it like, not that I want Yoda to be in it, but let's call it like when he was a Padawan. I mean, it was a completely different time and you and the Sith aren't around. So what are the Jedi doing? I feel like they will get into older timelines, but they're probably going to wait until so if the Benny Off and Weiss thing is the old Republic script that we know is happening, they're probably going to use that as a jumping off point to explore more old Republic stuff in the Star Wars universe. They're going to kick it off with this badass movie that will become a trilogy, and then they can dive more into making the old Republic stuff canon. Would you watch a Yoda series? I, it's, I would watch anything Star Wars. Not in the past two months, but later this year, I'd watch anything Star Wars. <laughs> Is he interesting enough? Yoda? It's extremely interesting, yeah. Honestly, to well, be- they obviously they can make it interesting, but I, I feel like he's such a uh, prissy bitch. To put it nicely, honestly, he just he- ignores everything and thinks he he's the end-all, be-all of knowledge, and he fucks up the worst out okay. of everybody. Okay, so how did he get that way? Because it's the Jedi around him. But it's got a, a combination of things. He's 900, man. He's the Pope of the Jedi Order. What do you? Who cares where he came from? He's the one with the stick in the air saying, everybody's not as good as me. Do what I say. And Obi-Wan's over here like, are you sure? Qui-Gon's like, fuck that dude. And Dooku's like, peace, bitches. I'm out. Yoda's like, well, they're no longer as good as me because they never were to begin with. I don't know. Are they going to build in trials and tribulations How, of Yoda? My question. Are they going? Does he have a tadpole form? Like, where does this start? <laughs> he Sorry, didn't, he didn't fully evolve into a frog. That's why he's so pissed. <laughs> no, I was going to say like he didn't learn quick attack before. <laughs> Yoda's obviously very wise, but he's a hundred percent. You know, Blinded. clouded by yeah. yeah the Jedi stuff. So how did he get that way in the first place? Like when did he take over? Yeah. What happened in his past that like is making him so resistant to? You know, an open mindset and the dark side and everything. Like I want, I would. It'd be cool to to see some of that. What what made the Yoda that we know? It might do better. I don't know if I can imagine an entire series led by a CGI character though, or yeah, a puppet character. that's tough. So that might be better as like a book or a comic. Hey, what if they did a live action Ahsoka series? That would Holy. also be a little difficult to do, but I think if they did it right, it'd be really good. I think It'd probably be one of the most successful things. Absolutely, because that ties... Dude, that's our generation and the younger... Like, the, the well, cartoon uh, series. There's Ahsoka is one of those characters that everybody in Star Wars loves, 
It doesn't matter if you're an old grumpy fanboy who hates everything that's new or you're a new young kid that hates everything that's old. Everybody likes Ahsoka. She's kind of this link between all the different eras of Star Wars. So anything they do with her, I think would be, if it's done well, would obviously be successful. That's what I think about it. Do you think there will be a non-human centric series? That's tricky. I don't know. I hope there is. As long but it's as tricky. as long as Liara's fat ass is in there, I'm fine with it. Wrong universe, bro. Wrong jokes. No, yeah, there we happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, there we happen. Medulla oblongata. Good day. So good. So good. Um, yeah, I just all right. Obi Wan. What's another Jedi? Obi Wan. Would you be interested? And a Plagueis something. Would you be interested in a Tenebris something? Listen, man, I'm, I'm interested in almost everything. The question is, uh, what's their... F- I, I want to know what their focus is on moving canon forward. Like, it's obvious that things have been done in phases. Like, they spent a lot of time ignoring the prequels so they could focus on uh, newer storytelling. And now, in the past year, we're going back to the prequels and building up a lot of that stuff. So I just want to know what their main like what their main focus is or what the main story is they're trying to um, they're trying to tell because that's going to give us hints as to what all the offshoots are going to be. Well, so like Star Wars, well, uh, original trilogy stuff is very story-driven, character-driven. We got to the prequels and it's a much broader, larger galaxy, how the inner workings, uh, uh, how people are affected but not seeing the actual stories of individuals. So we get a little larger view. I guess my question is, would it be worth it to dig deeper into one aspect of it, whether it's politics, if you had... And not that it would be hard-tied into only a political show in Star Wars, but let's say like a Plagueis. He I would had, love a political show. He Well, like Plagueis was extremely political, and he was a face-forward um, character. He was he shook hands with, with Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, like a a young pl- um sorry, I almost said Plagueis. A young Yeah, Plagueis. Oh, sorry. I, I went to Palpatine. I, Palpy. Uh, a young Palpatine would be sweet. Well, and it, that would tie right in. Like the like the Plagueis book where Plagueis was a was the OG Savage. political but also f- fucking murdering devil. Yeah. I I find he also, I think, killed Tenebris. He murdered his master. Started fucking around with midichlorians. Also, is like controlling the banking clan, talking to Jedi, making deals. Plant this goddamn seed in Dooku's heart and Shmi's vagina. I saw that episode. I made that episode. I have to pee really bad. You want to talk to these guys? Nah. Right back. What up? Where do you, where are you going? I said. <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, if I don't know any other way it, for them to go Sith or Jedi focused without getting getting it a little more muddied. I know I always say that fucking word, but Plagueis was so involved in so many things that I think it would work in a grand scheme and in a personal because we would understand the growth of Sidious. 
as well as the like seeds planted and or the realization of the downfall and or the weaknesses of the Jedi Order. So it's like Pal or uh, Plagueis identifies the weaknesses and Palpy goes, fuck, I'm the one to f- do it. It's been a thousand years. We've been waiting for the timing, you know, for the Jedi Order to get weak, uh, diluted perhaps, uh, which was a big thing with the Sith, the ancient Sith back in the day, the Dark Brotherhood during uh, Bane's reign, where instead of two extremely strong Sith, which we know uh, during the movies, there was tens of thousands of Sith, and uh, like the dark side, I wouldn't say it was diluted, but I guess it, well, there wasn't a lot to go around. I don't fucking know. But, uh, yeah, maybe that's what the, the Sith were waiting for uh, for a thousand years, waiting for their time. God damn it! You know what? This guy over here... <laughs> this guy over here is talking shit. I just yelled and got eyeball fucked by this whole group over here. See these people taking classes about how to knit a fucking sweater out of leaves? No, uh, Nobody on YouTube or audio-wise can. They're over uh, here eyeball but fucking they me. Were, they give tours every once in a while, and there was some fucks hanging out around here. And you were rambling about Republic Commando, and I could see out of the corner of my eye, people are like creeping into the floor. What's going on over here? <laughs> What's going on over here? Like a, well, can I join the drunkness over in the corner? What the well, hell? You see, I put Phasma up in this, and I put my bags up there. So hopefully I'm trying to block. Because right, I love my office. I don't even know what you were talking about before I walked in here, but I love the office in the studio. But one thing I hate is when people walk by and just like peek in and like, well, what's, what's he doing in there? Are you guys recording? <laughs> is this live? <laughs> All right. What were you, uh, what were you rambling about? Uh, I was just kind of rambling. I was talking actually about the, the, the transition, like in deeper detail about Plagueis and the growth. I should have grabbed more beer. Sorry. Oh, and the, Growth of uh, not only Sidious, but the identification of Plagueis' Plagueis identifying the weakness in the Jedi. Yeah. Saying, this is the time. The Sith have been hiding in the goddamn shadows for 800, 900 years. The time is now. The time is now. And basically, him thinking that I'm the one to do it. I identified their weakness. They're, They're so... And I was talking about the dilution of the Jedi's power with not only the clouded judgment, but there's so many fuckers around doing what they're probably not supposed to be doing, getting involved, and they're they're so spread thin that the time's now. And I, I, I re- referenced the Dark Brotherhood and Bane's era where the Sith were the same way. There was so many fuckers around using the dark side. So It's all a fucking cycle. It's all a cycle, just like Mass Effect. The Reapers show up every 50,000 years. But doesn't... Shep... Sherbert... I just mean he, things, he stops I just the cycle. Mean, I just mean things go in cycles. That he stops the cycle, doesn't so like he? Like the Sith, yeah, but that's not spoiler. I'm talking about cyclical, cyclical uh, the, cycles. Well, the Sith rise to power and ah. they get out of control, and Bane fucks them up, and they're done. And the Jedi rise to power and they get out of control, and Vader and Palpatine fuck them up, and they're done. And then we just go back and forth every thousand years. This is where I'm really curious what JJ is going to do with Nine because what we've seen in the Star Wars history in the lore and everything of the galaxy is that things do just, they swing to one side and they swing back. Yeah. Like there is no true balance. Vader brought balance. Not really, but everything's still fucked. Somebody rises up and tries to 
you know, Rebalance. get a billion dollars and make a bunch of troopers and a bunch of ships and they try to enslave the galaxy again. It's never going to end. You know, Jamie brings up uh, like the question of all questions. And this is the, the one thing I would like to ask George Lucas if I ever met him is when Mace actually says, what does he mean by our power our, to, our use the force, to use our the ability force. to use the force has diminished. That is true. Like, if I ever met Lucas, that'd probably be one of the questions I asked. Like him. I get from a certain point of view, I get a what lot of I, it's clouded judgment, cloud. Of, there was no judgment. What, there, okay, there was no clouds. <laughs> is this thing on? Is this that? Get you innocent up my ass. Oh, man, Medulla Oblongata, Levity Brewing. This might uh, slip up to a goddamn four out of four. I this. It's good. It's tasty. I like it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say about it. Too. <laughs> Have you watched uh, Rick and Morty? I haven't. I really haven't. Not me neither, really. <laughs> I watched a couple of them, and I get the appeal, but it's clearly something that you need to, like, not start from the beginning, but there's so it's so much. You got to know all the inside jokes, yeah, exactly. And the references and stuff, yeah. No, I, I've heard it's. Uh, if you like this kind of sense of humor, I feel like you would like Rick and Morty. That's what I've heard from people. Yeah, it's so. pretty pretty messy. We're as funny as Rick and Morty is what I'm trying to say, and what I, it's what other people have said about us. I'm not making it up. I don't make this shit up. Most of it, I do. <laughs> Good day, Galaxy. Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Episode 202. Episode 2. 222. 2.2. In 2002. In 2002. There's another two somewhere. Uh, this was a two out of three. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Lots of twos in this episode, yeah. Do you like it? Give it a rating out of two. You like it. <laughs> you like it. Oh, I have to. I'm sorry. Two I have out to of give, two. I have to give a crazy shout out to this Netflix series. Give that shout out. Ah, uh, Is it the one I'm thinking of? Uh, it's. Oh, what's fuck. it about? It's a bunch of Irish, uh, like teenager girls. Peaky Blinders. That's not right. That's not right. Sorry. What is it? Speak it out. Fuck. You can't like it that much if you don't remember the title of the guy. Dairy Girls. Show. Dairy Girls. Oh. Dairy. Dairy is in D E R R Y. D E R R Y, yeah. Like Dairy. Dairy Maine from Net It. Flicks. It is. Uh, from Maine, right? It is, from it is called uh, Dairy Girls. Sorry, I'm on. I'm just still looking this up. Uh, so it's uh, based in the 90s, and it's like five uh, high school students. They're all girls, but they're. Northern Ireland accents are so thick that half the time you don't even know what the fuck they're saying. And Dude. they speak so fast, but it's so raunchy because they're in like Catholic school. Yeah. And it's so raunchy. Yeah. It, oh, my God. It's so good. I would highly recommend this for anybody over the age of 62. 62. Uh, Jamie says, small Netflix series you guys should check out, Stranger Things. You know, yeah, I started... I, sorry, go ahead. It's okay. I, uh, I haven't watched season three yet, but I have watched one and two. I, I, I like it. I have watched season one and two, and I've got, I think, one or two episodes into season three, and I just... I was not interested anymore. Here's what I think. When I saw season one, I never thought they would make another season. I was like, that's a really fucking sweet one and done. It's its own storyline. Because as soon as season two started, 
I was like, okay, is this specific group of kids going to run into extraterrestrial shit every, every season? season? All these fucking hijinks that they have to solve and rescue people. It just got a little too formulaic for me, you know? You know, it would have been better. Have you ever watched... Um, yes. American Horror Story. Yes. That's kind of a cool way to do they it. They flip it every time. Yeah, they flip yeah. it. It's the same, not the same characters, same actors. And if you knew that, yeah, I don't know how deep you got. Into I've it. watched uh, what's that? Haunted House one, four or five. So there's yeah, fuck. Let me the just, Haunted let me House. Just, let me just pull it up real quick. I'm not gonna remember. I watched everything. the I watched the Witch one. And actually, we're getting uh, close to October, so this is quite timely. Quite timely, eh? Sorry, I've been hanging out with a okay. bunch of Brits. Murder House, Asylum. Coven, uh, oh, I watched the Freak one. Show one. That was and, my favorite. All right, so Freak Show is the last one I watched. So I watched the first four seasons. Uh, I started the hotel, and it was fucking creepy, and I never got through it. Really? That's good to hear. Uh, it was not as uh, captivating. I The Freak Show one is the one that's like, oh, this is fucking weird. But uh, the Murder House, I felt like, stands up. One of the best freak shows, the second one to me. Uh, the hotel was just almost too much. And then, yeah, I'm sorry I fell off too. So, yeah, I, have, I don't even know what Roanoke, 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 is. Roanoke is in Virginia. Yeah, but is that what that's about? And then Cult and then Apocalypse. Huh. Apocalypse is almost seems like too much. Like, stop doing that. Yeah, it's always. <sighs> These sound like Black Dahlia murder albums. They do, yeah. That's they fucking do. Wow. That's uh, the problem with when things get successful is like how long until it's bad. Like I'm rewatching the office for the 97th time. And it's like when you get to season eight, it's just like, eh. are you, you it lasted that long? Like you get to season eight and it's you're nine like seasons. It's now just now. Eh. It's nine. Seasons. That's really good. It's actually no. That's what I mean. It's a really good show. And even eight, and nine. If you already are a fan of the office, like it's not not bad but it's nowhere near as good with uh without mr michael scott but yeah yeah i just it just how long do you go until you cut shit off i might have to queue up this fucking american horror story stuff though yeah i i this is one that glass armor's not a huge fan of the scary stuff not that she dislikes it but she just never really watches it this so. is commander won't even won't even she won't even watch a trailer. We're, we're trying to get ready and sit down and have a nice evening and watch like some Hulu show. And then the advertisement that came on before it was like for some psychological thriller. And it freaked her out so much that we couldn't even continue watching our show. Like she'll, she, yeah, she can't do the, <laughs> she can't do the horror stuff. That's not a horror. That's an, that's an advertisement. For horror stuff though. I mean, what? like it fucks, it, it can. I mean, if a really crazy athlete's foot ad comes on, I can't go forward either. I can't even walk after that one. No, the, I saw the trailer for uh, It Part 2, and there was one scene with the clown that was so freaky that I couldn't... I, like, jumped up and, like, threw my phone face down, and I couldn't finish watching it. I just don't like clowns, though. Hmm. So. I mean, to wrap it all up, uh, Stranger Things... You either are into it right off the bat in episode, uh, or I'm sorry, in season three. It's like an obvious, of course, moment in the first episode, and you either are with it or not. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Yeah. So that's all I'll say. I was trying to catch up in the chat here really quick before we throw everything down. We are not old enough to enjoy all the references, Jamie. 
Am oh, I not? He says we definitely are. Definitely are old enough. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I've seen a handful of episodes. They're they're funny slash interesting. I just I think I need to start from the very beginning. Is the issue? Yeah. Not like Uncle Grandpa, where it's just out fucking rageous. Jesus Christ, Uncle Grandpa. Uh, I want Steve Brule should do a cameo on Uncle Grandpa. That'd be a fucking mind fuck. Just his head floats in. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Barry Wine. <laughs> Good day, Galaxy. Rogue Watching Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Wow. Medulla Oblongata. Levity Brewing. Two out of three. These guys are awesome. Um, yeah. Thank you. And thank them. And, and thank, thank us. us for talking into your ears and entertaining you through another work week. Oh, Another one of them work weeks. If you guys are fans of the show, well, <laughs> we always try to plug patron, Patreon. Patreon. I always, I've never said it correctly the first I time. So. I call the system patron, and I call our members Patreonists. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Patronas. Patrons. Um, so if you guys are fans of the show, a few bucks, five bucks, ten bucks a, a month. Hopefully we're worth it. You can uh, try it. We do do extra episodes. I finished and submitted uh, Mopar only thing where I was talking yeah, about it, Star Wars versus Mass Effect. Yeah, and if you are a patron, just please check the thing so you can get the stuff. Yeah. Um, and this was, as all of our episodes are, live streamed on YouTube with video. So if you're listening to this after the fact and you want to tune in and see what we look like and watch people look into our office creepily. And uh, a chat with us while we're live on the air. That's the most fun part. Um, check us out on YouTube or on Twitch. Rogue Squad Pod, the same as every single thing else that we have. And uh, you'll get notified when we go live and you can hang the fuck out. You can also submit beer straight to us. Yeah, mail it to us. I think that's illegal. Depends on where you're mailing it from. Or if people find out. No, I think depending on the state that you're mailing it from, it's right. either legal or, or, or the amount of peanuts that you put in there. Just send us the beer. No one's going to find you. It. Thank you guys for tuning in.